deep down Louisiana, down to New Orleans. Oh, my way back up in the woods, I'm on the evergreen. Do you have the I words? do. Johnny the good. Oh, oh. Go, Johnny, go, go. Come oh, on. Oh my gosh, we go, Johnny, go. We've been rocking out to fifty. We were fifties music. Yeah, we were well, splash. Was that that I was taking a bath. It was like like we were like at Arnold's in, in uh, at uh, happy in Happy days. days. Come on, some of you know what I'm talking about. Happy we were we were doing that, and I watched, she started singing. I'm like, boop. Come on, somebody. Fonds, little Fonz. Come on. The, well, there's four of us Goodbye. that know that, but if you Maybe know six. it, then you know it. Mm. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Good morning, everybody. It's a great day. It's a great day. I love it. It is a great day. We, we again, we love considered it. setting up some cameras and just being like bedhead. Being in bed. <laughs> I got to be honest. But we got coffee in us. Dude, when it's we raining outside, come on. You all know what I'm talking about because some of you are still in bed right now watching this. But like when it's rainy we, and it's yeah, oh. I know. I need you need a little extra, a little. That's why we have such big coffee. I, I, I got a little extra right here. Little, <laughs> and this that's is like, like my second. 19th. Yes. <laughs> but we're so thankful yeah. that you're here with us, guys. Yeah. We've missed you this week. We've prayed for you this week. We've hunted down the word it's for true. you this week. Yeah, absolutely. We've considered you this week in our hearts and our minds and our spirits. So welcome. I'm so thankful that you're here today. Can I give a shout out to, look, I, I, they've been on my heart all week. Um, our missionaries in uh, in Nepal, yes. Matt, and Matt Liberty Harris, guys, we yes, love you. We know we you guys do. check in all the time. But uh, we are just believing with you um, for God to continue to do amazing things there in that yeah. country miraculous. through you, miraculous, supernatural, yes. empowered things. And we know, we believe this. We know that when you sow, we, you reap. You guys have been yeah. sowing and you're going to reap. And we believe uh, as we've sown you mm -hmm. um, this, uh, that, that, and, and, and the results can be miracles there, we're going to believe that. Yeah. That we're gonna read those here as well. So yeah. guys, we love you. Shout out. Yeah. And I know Nepal's got a weird time. Like they got, and they're like they, they don't even care. Away. They're like, they're like, they're like, our Wi-Fi is a little spotty sometimes. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> 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 you're in Nepal. And the you're top of the world. Yeah, to be yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah. So we so, miss you guys, yeah. and um, your your church family stands behind you. Absolutely. And we can't see, wait to see your faces. Maybe we have to figure out a way. Hug your neck. To see their faces. Yeah, we gotta to get show it. the church yep. their faces. Yeah, we miss so. you guys. But if this is one of your first times with us, uh, we just want to introduce ourselves. This is Kyle and I'm Hi. Danielle, and we are the senior pastors at Connect. And if you ever want to find out a little bit more about us, you can click the link of our oh, link tree. Oh, look at you. <laughs> link tree link. Uh, our link tree link. And you can check out so much more about who we are as people, as a church, yeah. as a heartbeat, and um, that's where you can go to help get more, a little bit more connected. And we're actually changing some things up right now. You can, if you want to hop in, and I know you'll mention it, yep. but Forged is um, where our men come together, our women forged. study. Oh, yeah. and By the um, fire, Forged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah, like Tim Tool stuff out. Taylor oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. showed up. Uh, no, 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 look, Forged is our, our men's Bible study. We just started um, because we really do, we believe, especially in this time, D, that we're uh, in this season. Um, of life that uh, we need to be forged by the by by His Word by yeah. the fire of the Holy Spirit by really is we can I just, men listen to me we cannot afford our generation mm -hmm. cannot afford casual Christianity anymore we cannot afford casual men who uh, who are who are letting the world go by and letting the world lead mm -hmm. us we the word the kingdom of God needs men to rise up yes, and be the leaders God has called you to be informed yes. you to be. Um, and in order to do that, I, look, you may have missed, you may have not been a part of it yet. You can hop in at any time, but go register for a group. Um, and, and these guys, this is about discipleship. 
It's about learning how to actually live this thing out. They had a good week this week. What a great week this yes. week. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, studying yeah. Philippians, so yeah. uh, hop in. Yeah, and you can also click on our Linktree link to give yes. <laughs> as well. So yeah. welcome everybody, and um, we're just, I'm just really thankful that I was thinking about how what we you know we've was we've said before what would we do if we couldn't connect this way if there was yeah. a moment where just like we couldn't connect and so even though things are kind of upside down and inside out in the world i'm so very grateful that god brought technology right? to the point that he did so that we can still gather be community 15 be years ago this would be impossible to be discipled yeah. i mean if it was up to us it would still be impossible. i know right exactly thank god it's not up to us <laughs> thank goodness yeah. that we're on this side yeah yeah but hey, guys, you know we wanna we we do wanna just um, we D and I feel like we have something that we really want to keep talking about because the world um, the the world is uh, in in a state of uncertainty. The world's in a state of uh, of turmoil all the way around. It's not just America; it's all over. Um, but we believe that the Church of Jesus Christ, the men and women of God, were born for such a time as this. We 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 are yes. the, we're going to talk about that we're the head and not the tail. But and there is power uh, to be had in this relationship that comes from Jesus Christ. And we 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 believe that God has something special for us this morning. But we don't. Before we hop in, do you, I, you wrote a song a little while ago mm-hmm. um, that. I believe really speaks to this moment. Yeah. Um, and so why, why don't we just take a moment to worship beforehand? Church, the name of the Lord is so important to me. It's so important Strong to power. us as Christians. And um, not just saying the name haphazardly, but truly um, desiring to gravitate toward an awareness of the holiness of the power and the depth of the name yeah. of Jesus. And sometimes, yep. you know, um, in our minds we can be like, okay, let's hop into the word, but... Yep. The word can be found in our worship as well. And so just let's just take a minute to kind of open ourselves up to really receiving. Because some of the things that we're going to talk to be, talk about today um, have such deep spiritual uh, implications. Um, we've been talking, and I just want to say this too, like we've been talking a lot about your dreams and what happens when some of the passions in your lives have either been delayed or you're like, oh my gosh, is God throwing me a no? Or Absolutely. I never expected it to look like this right now. And what's happening and what's unfolding and is this time for me to take a risk and is this time for me to yield and all of those questions that are going on in your lives that what we're going to talk about today is such an important component of you working through those things um and it's a component that sometimes doesn't get a lot of conversation around it so i just think that in order to for us to be yep. really receptive to that let's just center our hearts yeah and can i before d hops in can i just it really encourage you church if you missed a sermon called i dreamed a dream uh, just a few weeks ago, go back to that, Ch- check it out, because what 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 uh, Daniel just said is so important. Uh, also, Tuesday night's teaching on yes. uh, uh, talents, talents, gifts, and anointing. Yes. Um, it will really help you as we as we navigate this, because yes. that's that's what this is. It's, yeah. it's not about being right or wrong. It's it's actually learning how to navigate this this with Jesus. And even last week when we talked about don't ghost the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, oh, this absolutely. is just God, because we're going through the Book of Acts. Um, if you don't know and. Um, so it's funny how we don't have to kind of lay that out. It just the book just naturally tells us a story, Correct. and it, it's just very important that we pick up on what we're reading and how it means what it means for our daily life. So yeah, right. come on, mm-hmm. let's pray, let's worship. No other name mm. be lifted high. No other name. 
lifted high for no other name could ever mean the same and I am changed by just one name so your name be lifted your name be lifted your name be lifted high your name be lifted your name be lifted your name be lifted high today jesus it's all about you and all that we are and all that we do come and invade our space today no matter what that space is invade our space with your love with your grace with your presence will us to you in such a way that that the obstacles uh, that we have placed in place mm -hmm. to keep a distance, to keep our safety from, uh, from, from you, to hide from who, your presence, may they fall aside by the power of your love today. Come and move in us and through us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit in such a way that we may know who you are at such a deep level that we will never retreat. We love you. We praise you. Holy Spirit, come. Fill us no matter where we are. Baptize us with your, your presence, your power. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, church, we are so excited to, to talk with you this morning um, as we continue, uh, Diaz, what, what you talked about in the book of Acts. If you brought your Bible, turn with us to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Um, and what I love about Acts, Diaz, is that we've been seeing um, how the church works out. Like, this is the outworking of the church, and what goes on in the church then is what still is happening yes. in the church now. Yes. Um, and so uh, we can actually see ourselves in a lot of these things. Um, we may not be in the same cities, mm -hmm. but what is going on in those cities is going on in our cities. Mm -hmm. So it's really just seeing how God moves and shapes. And so uh, Acts chapter 19, if you need a, a title for today's message, it's not today, Satan. Right? Not today, Satan. And we, we not today. We, we, and, and if you look around, like, especially that's, that's such a modern thing, right? People have t-shirts and sayings and it's on, uh, you know, social media. Not today, Satan. Um, Hillsong even wrote a, a song not about today. it, right? Tell the devil, not today, right? Uh, hey. hey, let the devil know, not today. Hey! hey. Um, <laughs> You're always great for a good hey. I am. <laughs> I'm awesome. I love a head. A hundred percent in. I know it's my. AI. I love it. AI. No, it like it. It yeah. gets me going. <laughs> it does because you're like you have so much more energy than I do, babe. Well, so you know, like, hey! it's it's early. <laughs> I'm an I'm I'm an early uh, I'm I'm an early riser and uh, um, achiever. Yes. Tiger. Tigger. I'm a little bit of a tigger. tigger. I am. You all know. Um, but I love that. We love, like, we believe. Church, can we just tell you, if, if you are newer to uh, Connect, we believe in the power of God. We believe the power of God is real. We believe it's for today. We believe that God, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a mighty warrior dressed for battle. Our God is a, a victorious God. We believe that the Bible says that we are the head and not the tail. We yes. believe that the Bible uh, tells us that we are more than a conqueror in Jesus. Yes. Of course, that is the key overcomer. here. It's not we're just uh, an overcomer or more than a conqueror. We're in, in Him, uh, in that connection. We, we believe that the Word of God tells us that the 
Um, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It doesn't mean there won't be weapons that come against us, but they won't have, uh, won't prosper. Uh, Acts chapter one, verse five tells us, Jesus says, I will baptize you in the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, And why? So that we could be these witnesses with power around the world. Um, and, and that is absolutely true. Um, but yet the, 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 the power from those things, D, doesn't come from just kind of like the name of Jesus. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. just kind of just uh, a formula or mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know a casual connection. It comes from this deep connection with the person of who Jesus Christ yes. is, and that's what we want to talk about today. Because in this text, I love this text because it makes me laugh all the time. I see you stopping, by the way. It's like if anybody's counting, I'm not like, hitting you. It's been like four uh-huh. almost. But I but I haven't. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this still counts. I, no, no, it's it's it's. I'm including you. I'm, this is inclusion. <laughs> This is okay. this is exclusion. Okay. This is inclusion. <laughs> We're including expert Um <laughs> hey, uh, hey, see. Every time. I wanna know. Come on. Um, dirty dancing. If you didn't know that. Uh, or just a song from the fifties. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Last week you promoted. Uh, <laughs> um, oh no. I... <laughs> What's the werewolf movie? Uh, books? Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, I know. This week it's Dirty Dancing. What's wrong with you? Um, anyway, we're going back to the message. Uh, I love this because this is one of my favorite stories. This story that makes you laugh all the time. Because the su- it's it's a story about the sons of Sceva who uh, find this demon-possessed man. And they, 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 use the, they try to use the name of Jesus without a connection to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Right? It's the formula that I've seen. And... Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. They get beat <laughs> up. Work. They get run away naked. It's just, it's, it's, it messes them up. And look, this is what we, we know. You cannot say, not today, devil, without connection to the Amen. one who has the power, power over the devil. Yes. And that's Jesus. Yes. And, um, and, you know, I, I think it's really, it's not coincidental. And I think that's really important. When we read the Bible, we have to understand things are not coincidental. They are absolutely designed by the hand of God and positioned there for his purpose to progressively reveal who he is and the mm. power of his kingdom to the world. And so he it's not an accident that this is happening in Ephesus. Ephesus is known right. in antiquity as yes. the center for magic. Yeah. Like if you were one in magic, you'd go there. The, the temple of Artemis mm-hmm. uh, had script around her crown, around the base of uh, of the statue that was considered magical script that if you re- mm. read it it would it would endow the reader with magical power mm. uh, and yet it is at this place that God rolls up and says uh, yeah, let me show you what real, real power. power looks like mm. uh, and my friends that's what I that's what we want to talk about today we want to let you know that there's real power and there's real power in the presence of Jesus Christ um, because he is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he has given us all authority over heaven and earth. He has all authority over heaven and earth, and he gives that authority to us as we stay connected to him. So, Dee, we want to talk about that. Let's look at the scripture yeah. really quick, because we are in a spiritual battle. Um, and uh, look around you. We're in a spiritual battle on lots of levels right now. This is not just a physical battle. It's a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle that's being manifest yes. in the physical world. Acts 19, be encouraged. Acts 19, verse 13 says, Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus mm. over those who had evil spirits saying, I abjure you in the, by the, by the Jesus whom Paul mm. proclaims, right? Seven sons of the Jewish uh, chief priest named Sceva were doing this, but the evil spirit answered them, Jesus, I know, True. and Paul, I recognize, but who the heck are you? Uh Oh, and the man whom the evil spirit was in leapt on them. 
mastered all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked. Mm. <laughs> they were naked mm. and wounded. Uh, and, this, yeah, uh, be, uh, and this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks. And fear mm. fell upon all of them. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. It was exalted. Uh, also, many of those who were, who were now believers came confessing. Listen, they were now believers. They came confessing and divulging old practices of magic. And a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found to be about 50,000 pieces of silver um, or, or close to $200,000 in today's market. So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. D, you said something when we were preparing for this. Uh, you said you asked the question. You said, "I know we weren't we're not supposed mm -hmm. to fear the enemy, but does the enemy fear us?" Yeah, you know, before in the section um, before even what we read, yeah. I just had just something just came to me. It said, it said that um, God did. It's almost like he's, it says odd, odd miracles through yes. Paul at that time. And that's when it talks yeah, about like the going out and, and stuff. pieces of clothes. But, it, and in the Greek, when you read this too, it says it very clearly that God did miracles through Paul. It does not say Paul did all of these odd miracles in the name of God. Yes. It that's very good. clearly in the Greek says God did these all inspiring miracles, miracles through Paul. Paul was connected to the Holy Spirit, so therefore God was able to move His own power as a conduit, as a one who it was a, served as a storehouse yes. through Paul. And what you see here is that these men are trying to create the same power without being intimate with the power source. And if you read it, it's it, you know obviously when we read it, it says they tried to do these things. In the name of the yes. Jesus. Yes, yes. The Jesus that Paul proclaimed. Yeah, yes. not in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Jesus. Kyle and I actually talk about this when it comes to race tensions. And we often say yep. the word the gives people away a lot of times. Absolutely. They'll say the blacks, the whites, the Jews, the Chinese, the Italians. Yes. And it might seem like, well, no, that's part of, that's proper. But there's often a heart connotation correct. when someone it's a separation says separation moment. Yes, exactly, correct. and it yep. shows a lack separation. Yes, it yes, shows yes. a lack of unity. Yes. So when they say in the name of the Jesus, yes, it just it's a, it's such a it's such a thing Revealer. that speaks that speaks to me. And sometimes when people are saying like, oh, I go to your church, I'm yeah. like, no, 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 you don't. No, no, you don't. Because if you're really a part of the fabric of Whatever church you're a part of, it's your church, yes. not your church. Yeah, correct, <laughs> I don't correct, go to your church. Correct. I go to my church. I know, and can I just say, <laughs> by the way, if I it, there's a reason why we do correct it and we don't let it go. It's yes. not because like it's just a, a, a church thing. It's a, no, this is a spiritual moment that's so, like, it is, it's, tra yes. it's transformational. And you're supposed to have your church. Correct. So if you, if you regard it as, oh, I love going to your church, it shows us such a disconnect. And God has called you to be planted yes, inside in the of the community of believers. So that's what I was bringing up. Anyway, so what Kyle and I are talking about today is kind of like if you imagine um, a penny, a penny that's been minted since 2010. The front of it will have President Abraham Lincoln on it, and the back of it now is different than it was when we were growing up. Yep. 
Um, and it's the union shield or the shield of the union, depending on how you choose to say it. And what I was saying to Kyle as we were preparing this week is that it's kind of like Kyle's talking about the one side of that coin and kind of like if you think about it um, to a certain degree, President Lincoln was that spearhead of beginning to bring freedom into our country to people. But the back of it is a shield. Yeah. And that is the part that reminds me too of not just unity, but also protection. And so we're gonna Good. talk about the topic from two perspectives. Kyle's gonna talk about it from that perspective of understanding that when we walk in the authority and the name and the connectivity of Jesus, what that, what that gives us, um, we're open then for God to come through us and yes. show his power. But when we don't have the protection of being connected to his name, there's also a portal that it makes us susceptible to that we don't talk about often enough. I don't believe in the capital C church. Um, and that's what, something that we want to talk about today a little yeah. bit. Um, we were, we we're watching um, <laughs> Sports Center, as you do. As we do every As morning, you do. Because... Michael is no longer on. Oh my gosh! If for Shout out to Michael. Know, I love you, dude. I literally am obsessed with Michael and um, Golik and Wingo is no longer on, so I don't have that anyway. Uh, but we were watching the funniest freaking thing today <laughs> or this week. So Ryan Clark, he used to play. Now, now you know you got to get to tell me. He was the safety for the Steelers back in the day. Right. So he's the guy that, he's, that he's when awesome. the quarterback throws the ball, yeah, he is hopefully going to intercept it if he's. If he's on your team, well, if it's reversed. Yeah. Okay. So he's gonna catch the ball, deflect it. Am I doing yeah. okay? You're doing so far? good. Okay. You go. So in the Super Bowl between the Packers yeah. and the Steelers. Super Bowl 45. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers went to go and throw the ball. Now, obviously, as you can imagine, uh, you prepare a little bit to play your opponent in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Ryan Clark was the guy on the opposite team that was supposed to. Intercept the ball. He, he knew what play was coming. He had done all the study. He knew exactly he like, where the ball was going. I told my kids, we're going to Disney World. Like, I've <laughs> totally got this. Yeah. Like, pack your bags. Yeah, yeah. We're going. And he said at that moment, the most crucial moment, Aaron Rodgers goes to throw the ball. And he doesn't even look. <laughs> he doesn't even look into Ryan Clark's eyes. Like, he, he was so inconsequential to yeah. him that he didn't even need to look at him to check where he was on the field because he knew exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers threw the ball just a smidge. Above, just missed his hands. Right, just, just missed his hands, right? For a touchdown that wins the game. For a touchdown, the game. yeah, and this is Super Bowl. So, later in the game, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers goes up to him and he goes, hey, 2-5, because he's number 25. And he goes, first of all, you know my name. You've been studying for this for weeks. <laughs> I know that you know my name. Don't call me 2-5. You know my, my name. My friends call me 2-5. You're not my friend. My friends call me 2-5. You're not my friend. And he goes, hey, 2-5. Like, <laughs> you missed oh, it by just that like much. Like, you missed it just not as much. And I was, like, done. And he's like, you know, the worst moment. I've let my city down. I've let my kids down because now we can't <laughs> go, go to Disney, Disney World. World. And he's like, way to put salt in that womb. Why are we talking about this today? <laughs> Because it showed me like what the, what the word is actually talking to us about right here. So we are taught, right, that we don't yeah. need to fear the enemy because God has the power to overcome the enemy and to overcome his power in the world. But what, what, I, what God showed me through that is that what he, what he was saying is so true that 
that Ryan Clark was not even on, didn't even need to be on his radar. He was so accurate with where he was attempting to attack that in his mind, Ryan Clark was not even a problem. It was yep. inconsequential, inconsequential to, his, to his ability to execute an attack. And it has just had me thinking yep. so much about the fact that that the uh, God does a beautiful gift, gives us a beautiful gift through this word right here. He shows us even when he was ta when he, Jesus was in the wilderness that it's not about bravado. Yep. Yes. Bravado is yes. not power, and denial is not power. A lot of times we'll see inside the church walls just you know take authority, take authority, take authority without having intimacy with that power source. Yep. And then we're wondering like, oh my goodness, why is my life imploding? And I think that Jesus, he wasn't afraid to put in the word that there was 40 days where the oh, enemy yeah. just came for him and came for him and came for him. But in this story, and I'm gonna talk about this in a little bit, is that there is a tell that God chooses to show that gives the enemy an access point. And he doesn't, he doesn't care necessarily about what our claimed methodology is in our fight against the enemy. He Correct. cares about the reality. Are they connected to the power of God? Are they going to be a problem for me or not? Yeah. And I think that it's something that's worth listening to today. It's something worth leaning into. If I'm on this field of my life, does God know, does God, does God know that I'm genuinely connected to him? But does the enemy know yes. if I'm genuinely connected to God or not? Or am I inconsequential to him? And have I given him something to truly fear? Am I embodying, am I being that conduit where God is flowing through me, where the enemy knows that he needs to take his place? Or is he smirking as the enemy did in this story? And it's like, I know Jesus, and I've heard about Paul. But who, but are, who you? are you? Yep. You, are not, you are inconsequential to me. Really good to you. Yeah. And, I, I, yeah. I, and that's, that's, you know, because we are positioned, church, to, uh, to, be, uh, to bring hope to the world to be a conduit for the power to bring change and restoration, to restore everything that the fall has done. See, the cross, uh, the cross began this transformation of the world back from what the fall has, uh, has caused, mm -hmm. sickness, death, disease, all the separation from God. Um, and, and that's what Jesus started. And he brought the power and then gave it to the church for us to be able to be a part of that. And, I, and, and that's, what's, that's what's hanging in the balance. Eternity yes. is hanging in the balance. Yes. People's lives are hanging in the balance right now. Families, generations, hanging in the balance. Your, your children, uh, your generations are hanging in the balance um, uh, because we can't become inconsequential to the enemy. Um, and so, you know, I was thinking about this, uh, you know, this, this story. And um, have you ever been around, and I know you and I have a lot, have you ever been around people that just name drop people? Like they name drop people um, and because and, they want you to believe like they, they're kind of tight, they know who they are, and at some level they're getting their sense of worth from mm -hmm. that, right? Um, and, and the problem is I think that that can happen in Christianity as well. Like yeah. we can, yeah. listen, you, I, I, write yeah. this down. You can't name drop Jesus. <laughs> you can't name drop Jesus. Mm -hmm. Be like just, uh, you know, in Jesus' name, I'll bla I'm a Jesus, <laughs> and just Jesus. Like I, I'm, I'm watching a... Um, uh, you know, Ma Master Chef. I watch Gordon Ramsay. I know that's a surprise for some of you. Uh, and and there's a there's a pa pastor on there, and it, like mm -hmm. everything is Jesus. Like, it, but but not from talking about Jesus. It's just language. Yeah. And and the language, um, it, it's it's a na it's name dropping Jesus. And I think the temptation in our world today, D, is that um, we see God working in others, mm -hmm. 
and we want that for ourselves. And so we try to copy methodology rather than actually understanding connectivity. And so we're just, so we go to people and we say, tell us how that happened. Right. Let, 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 let me look at their life and see what, how that worked. Yeah. And we, we end up studying methodologies. And this is what the guys did, right? He, in this moment, because what we see in this text is a secondhand connection. Yes. They, they, they weren't, they, it wasn't what they believed. Identity it, by proxy. Identity through, by proxy. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. It wasn't, they, it wasn't about the Jesus that they knew. It was about the Jesus that Paul knew. And my friends, it, it's, not the, it's not the name uh, of Jesus that needs to be in the center of our lives. It's the person of Jesus that yes. bears that name. Because yes. don't get me wrong, the name of Jesus has power, but the name of Jesus has power because it's the person of Jesus who actually has the power. Mm. It's that That's authority. Right. So we can't just know about him. We can't just know the methods of him. We can't just name drop Jesus whenever we're in trouble or have an issue. Um, it, 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 this, this authority, this, this power comes from our connection to him. Um, we were talking about the story. Uh, um, well, I went to one of the seminars, seminars I went to was in, uh, outside of Boston. And when you go to Boston, you want fish and chips, right? Because I love fish and chips. So I got there. Is and British? I, I, yeah, but Boston was a British colony. But it's not now. I know, but <laughs> you, when you go to Boston, you get Boston, you either get, uh, get clam chowder or fish and chips. Hallelujah. Yeah, Bless the Lord. No, fish and chips. Okay. Glory to God. You live there, so it was you, great. You, you can say but that. but I, I was looking for the best fish and chips, so I asked my friend Mark, who was up there, who had been there before me, and I said, "Where's the best place to get fish and chips?" And he said, "You got to go to this little place down in the town." And it was, and I went down there, and there's that little place where like uh-huh. they were literally, it was like 6:30 well, at night, and they were like sweeping up underneath uh, our feet. It was like <laughs> it was so weird. It was weird. It was just it weird. It was like six o'clock. It was like six like, o'clock. They're putting the stools up on the tables all around us. It was it was a strange town. Um, the McDonald's closed at like seven. It was, it was, it was weird. Um, but I went there and I, I tried this fish and chips and it wasn't good. And I went back to Mark and I'm like, dude, it stinks. And he's like, ah, it's not my fault. This, this is literally what I said. It's not my fault. I never had it. I just heard that they were good. And, and I think that's, that can be the issue in our lives. Um, about, about the power of God when we face the enemy, um, how to overcome in our life because, do the issue in our world today, if we're not careful, we're being inundated, there's this thing called the familiarity bias or the mere exposure effect that is absolutely mm-hmm. happening in our world right now. Um, and what that is is that we are so, we're exposed to people so much so, celebrities mm-hmm. so much so with, mm-hmm. with social media and, and, with, and, and with media just in general that we begin to believe that we know them. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sure. We know that we know who they are. I mean, they're my best yeah. friend. Like we yeah. joke about like people that you watch. Like your best friend yeah. In yeah. 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 Best friend of my head. And that's why we get like, we will fight people when they start talking bad about uh, right, one right. of our artists, our favorite right, yeah, musician. Sure. Like don't get the, be, sure. don't be talking about Beyonce, man. The beehive will be all over you. Right. Cause <laughs> you've never met Beyonce, right? You've never met Beyonce, but you will fight somebody about Beyonce because we confuse this exposure mm-hmm. with relationship. And I think this happens in church, too, if we're not careful, especially in modern-day Christianity. We're so exposed to songs about Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're so exposed to scripture, certain scriptures that are quoted over and over and over again. And I'm familiar with I know, I know the I know the lingo. I know the, I know, I know the verbiage. Mm-hmm. Um, even the cross, because the cross is everywhere. And it, in our, I guess we have to ask ourselves the real question, could our exposure to Christian things give us a false sense of intimacy with Christ himself. Of course. 
And that's the danger that we have to ask ourselves because it happened in the Pharisees. They were familiar with the 613 laws. They knew all the Messianic prophecies, yeah. but they, could, they, they couldn't see the one that those scriptures were talking about mm-hmm. when he stood in front of them. Yep. That's why Jesus says kind of Matthew 13, 14, that we're always hearing, but we're never understanding. We're always seeing, we're never perceiving. We're, we, don't, we just don't get it. And I think that that can be, just before I turn it back to you really quickly, but I think that could be the, po- the problem here if we're not careful, is that we look at what Paul was doing and we say, oh, let, let me see the method. Do I just need to give out hankies? Is that, is that the method? Mm-hmm. Do I just have to, you know, yeah. pray over my, 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 my piece of cloth and that's the method? Or we, my job desires or to change what my life looks like, correct. to change what my relationships look like. Um, to, you know, what, what do I, how do I need to approach it? Do I need to, you know, how do, how do I manifest something? Correct. And what do I need to adjust in my verbiage? Because, because the power, the power from Paul didn't come because he was a good guy. Mm -hmm. The power from Paul, if you really understand who Paul was, came because he submitted to Jesus and he developed a daily relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was Mm -hmm. so central to who Paul was it's, it comes out in every writing. Like when you read his books, it's all about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, the, the fruit of the Spirit. Why could he write about the fruit of the Spirit? Because it was going on in his life. Why could he write about the gifts of the Spirit? Because it was going on in his life. Right. Why could he write about the joy of the Spirit? Peace in the yep. Spirit. Why could he write in Ephesians 6, 18? I pray in the Spirit on all occasions. Why? Because there's this ongoing relationship with the Spirit. It's That's why he could write the Ephesians 6, 11 that says put on the full armor of God. Why? So you can know the schemes of the enemy. Because he, he understood mm-hmm. he had power. Because not because he was good, not because he had the formula, but because he had the person. Yes. He understood yes. the person of Jesus. Yeah. Um, this week, as we've been talking about this, I've been trying to find a way to articulate this because the danger always is when we're talking about something like this is it's kind of like when if you have kids, you can kind of understand mm. this. You're you're trying to help by teaching kids um, the pure reason as to how to approach someone or something you're trying to help them become better people yeah but the the struggle is that as a parent it's hard not to teach kids like this is why we do this and them not to hear oh so i get that yes um it's like no it you, you we do this because we want to be people who reflect the heartbeat of jesus this is who we want to be not what this we want to be and this is who we want to become and you're you know you're trying to help create pure humans and, but we are not pure humans, Correct. so we're just trying to oftentimes figure out a means to an end. And when I said earlier that this God chose to put this story in the Word so that we, because he wanted to show and tell, it's kind of like for a moment that veil into the realm of darkness was lifted for us to take a look at and um, not be deterred uh, saying like, well, you know, just like, that is a crazy story. Right. But like really look at that. And I've been trying to talk to Kyle all week about it's one thing to teach you as a church how to um, move in the authority of God. Uh, because I, I think there's a, we, have a, we have a church that's full of people who really want to become better people. Yeah. And I know that your faith in God is important to you. And so we try to put those things together and make the outcome holy. But if we are not careful, we are going to create a church that doesn't understand that there is power that comes from the throne 
and we don't desire the power, we desire the person, person. on the throne. And that the power is a byproduct that he just gives because he's so loving and so lovely that it's when we're near him, we're near his power. It doesn't we'll, marginalize the power. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. But we'll, it will also do a disservice to the church because you won't be fully equipped for the enemy who has a tactic against you, which is the word tells us to kill, steal, and destroy. And it always amazed me that it didn't just say to kill. Yeah. Um, yep. because he wants to destroy and he wants to steal and then he wants to kill. Yes. So he, it, it's, a, it's an ongoing pain that he wants to cause. And so the, in the story, the tell that we see is that what we're, we're, we're able to learn. And I don't know, I'm actually tr not sure we have any place else to learn. It is that it's not just about the authority that we're trying to move into gain ground. But the enemy shows us here that without true connection to the power source of God, it actually opens up a portal of attack. Yes. And it leaves us completely vulnerable. And that's why I said at the beginning of this, you know, for some people, some people are at huge crossroads trying to figure out their passions right now and uh, their dreams. And is God saying now? Is God saying no? Right. Is God, what is right. God saying? And there's a component of this that if you're just trying to, I'm just going to, you know, you, you can start doing Jesus incantations. You yeah, can right, start right, slapping right, God's right, name right. on there. Yes, correct, and all of a sudden correct. we're no better because we're correct. just doing Jesus spells. Yep. And we're just saying, you know what, God's just going to give me favor in this. Well, why? Because we're because of the rhetoric or because the power of God has actually empowered us to say that and to know that. Because the enemy, I think that's one of the amazing things about the story, God shows us that we're not snowing. Like well, You might snow some people when you say that right. And, and, right, and make them like, wow, that person really follows God. They're just going to yeah. just do that and jump off, jump off that diving board and just go for it. And, but, and, and we might know, like, I, I can't snow God. I can't, like, talk him into giving me his favor, but I'm just going to keep being positive. I'm yes, going to just keep yes, sounding faith-filled yes. and being, try to be, you know, all of these things. But the enemy knows. And that's the thing that we don't really talk about a lot is that it's not just some people might not know. Some people might not catch on Correct. to us. God, yeah, he'll know. But we kind of think we can almost kind of sugarcoat ourselves out of into his graces. But the enemy knows if we are not connected intimately to the spirit of God, this story shows that the enemy then knows Correct. because he is kind of sniffing around. He doesn't care two hoots about our methodology. He cares, do these people know God and does God know them? Yes. And is there intimacy there that I can't break? I feel like I'm supposed to tell one story that yeah, I want to go. Okay, so I've been asking God like this whole time, do I tell the story or not? Do I tell the story or not? I don't actually think I've ever told this story in any type of sermon forum. Um, um, but it's, and it, again, this is going to be one of those moments where this is an experience, so just take this for what it is. But it was an experience that I believe I had with the power of God in a, um, in a scary situation. So when I was 15, I worked at um, a bakery. Uh, in the on, it was called Buono's, not Del Buono's, but it was called Buono's. It's no longer there on the corner of Main Street in Merchantville. And I loved the job, and I was um, really like trustworthy, right? So, the, so there was a lot of times where I was in the bakery all by myself. Um, my father will remember the story. So there was one day when the store was on a corner, and it was all glass um, on either side, right? And there was I had this behind a counter, and um, I watched a man walk mm. in, and um, I knew instantly something was yep. wrong, and I felt 
I, there was just an alarm going on yes. inside of me, like something's wrong, something's wrong. And he had like no interest in any of the food. And he came to the counter and he came to where um, there was only one opening in the counter between the counter and the front door. And he came and stood there and started to ask me if I was alone. Is there anyone else in the building? All of these things. And I kept thinking, I can't get out right. because he's standing in the only opening in that counter between me and the front door. And I just began, I'm 15, right? And I'm like, I just began to like pray in the spirit, Jesus help, <laughs> like Jesus help. Like I did not know what else to do and I was frozen. And I remember that I was, all I was doing was looking at that door, like trying to figure out, I can't jump over this counter. Like, how do I get out this door? And um, the bell, there was like a bell and a, and a man walked right in the front door. Yeah. But I was looking and it was all glass on the corner. And I'm like, where did that man come from? Because I've been looking and there was no man. And he came in the door and literally it was as if God walked in the door. And I immediately felt like, Oof. I think this is an angel. Wow. I've talked come about on, this angels before. unaware. And as soon as he walked in the door, the man did, never turned around. He literally, I mean, he couldn't get out of that room. Yep. He could not get out of that store fast enough. And this man, he was an older man, and he had a bag with him. And literally, it was the kindness of God Ooh. coming off of him. And I'm, I didn't say anything to the man that left. And I didn't. And I'm looking at this man, and he comes forward, and he puts his bag on the counter, and he goes, "I just wanted to know how you're doing today, Danielle." And I'm like, "How do you know my name?" And and he was just like, "I just wanted to say, I just wanted, I just wanted to say hello. I just wanted to say hi." Never asked wow. me about anything in the bakery. Never asked me anything. And then said to have a good day. He turned around and he left. And I'm watching him. I'm not talking. Wow. I am like in the presence of a kindness I can't even explain. And he left and I ran after him. Wow. It was like just a part of just something inside of me like ran after him. And I'm watching him go out the door and he was gone. And again, like it's all glass. There was nowhere for this man to go to come in. There was nowhere for him to go to leave. And I remember walking back to the counter and going, what just happened to me? And it was a life lesson that God gave me at 15. And he said to me, Danielle, this is not just to show you wow. that I have authority in your life to do things for you. It's to always remind you of how vulnerable you will be if you don't stay connected to me as far as what the enemy can do in his scheme against you. Wow. And it was something that has always stayed with me, and that's why I said two sides of the coin. It's not just about the land that we can take, guys. It's not just about the job we can get. It's not just about the marriage that can come our way. It's not just about the kids. that we, It's not just about what we can gain. It's also about the portal that the enemy has yes. to access yes. our lives to steal, yes. kill, and destroy should we let ourselves stay distant from the power and the person yes. of God. It, there, there is no faking that. There yes. is no, the only way for that to be real is for us to come close. I mean, do you, you, I, I wasn't gonna tell the story either, but you know, this past week, um, I was driving. Oh uh, my I, gosh. I was driving to church and, um, and going down a, a two lane, I mean, a, a, you know, two lane road. Um, and there was a, a truck, an 18-wheeler on my right, an 18-wheeler behind me, um, and two lanes of traffic coming at me. Um, and if you know Malka Hill, I was coming towards where the Wawa and the Dunkin' Donuts is, 
and a car that was in Dunkin' Donuts it, parking lot sped out in front of me because they couldn't see me but sped out and literally I, it, I, I don't know how I, I missed them but this is why I was telling the story because as I was driving down the road about just about three yeah. or four minutes before that I felt the Holy Spirit yeah. rise up inside of me and I just started praying in tongues didn't know what, what I was praying for didn't know why just, just started coming out of me coming out of me coming out of me coming out of me and as that car sped across me, I was praying in tongues, swerved to the right. Look, this is what I know. Yes, I have hand-eye coordination. There was no space to the right. There was an 18-wheeler. I don't know how he didn't stop. I don't know how I hit me. I don't know how the 18-wheeler behind me didn't hit me, running me. I don't know how I didn't hit a pole. It, all I know is that the... There was no, I was just... And the enemy is always about his business. Correct. Just like Jesus is always about, it was always about his father's business, the enemy is always about his business. Correct. He never takes a break. He never, he has schemes and plans. And that's why I said it's not to be afraid of it. But Jesus made it very clear in his time, when his time yep. in the wilderness, to make sure that that part of that what he was up against in the wilderness was a, was put was was recorded in the word so that we would understand it. It's relentless. He looks for opportune times. Absolutely right. About. Opportune times. And then he and, the and next I look yes, for the next opportune, opportune time, time with Jesus. Yep, exactly. And that's right. what we have to see. Like we might be driving in and and the, I just have no time to be yep. attacked. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got no time for he, this. He's he's yep. unrelenting yes. in his purpose to steal and kill, kill and destroy. And, destroy. Yep. and that's why you know the the um the one thing I, that I, the last thing I wanted to say there is that it's so telling that they burned their books. Yeah. They burned their spell books. They did not burn those books, church because of other people because they were the ones accessing these books. Yes. These books bring some sort of return to them. It was false counterfeit power, Correct. but it had some sort of return. And they had to we they had to be compelled at a certain point that they would be they would burn something to not give themselves the option yes. to go back. To go back. Yep. Because at some burn point burn the ships. Yes. Exactly burn, burn the, the ships. ships. At some point they would they knew that they would be tempted. Just there's gotta yeah. be an easier way. Yes. There's gotta be a book yep. on positive thinking yes. that I can pick up that may, that shortens this time, that doesn't require me to have vacation uh, that lets me No, lets me have a vacation oh, yeah. from intimacy. Like yeah, all yeah, of yeah, these yeah. things. Yep. And God is saying, burn that book because mm. you're going to be tempted to go back to that when you're feeling depleted. And that was personal to them. And I think that that's the thing, it's like we have to realize that that's those Jesus incantations, like it, it is per, most pervasive inside of the church. It's kind uh -huh, of 100%. like have, sometimes I've wondered, what does my worship look like from the vantage point of heaven? Mm. Right? Because wow. I could be all out, but if it, I'm not, I can be all out physically, like yes. visually, but if my heart is still in reserve, it's in a different spot. What does my worship look like yes. to angels? Yes. Because if the angels can tell, you know, so can the demons. So can the demons, yes. church. Yeah. So can the enemy yeah. of darkness. He he does not Correct. need any help recognizing himself Correct. being effective in our lives. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, the, I think it, it, it we it comes down to covering. It really does. Mm. So, like, I, I I I think it's I find it interesting when I look at this text um, because they thought they were covered. Like yeah. they totally thought that they were covered uh, at every kind of level, like seven, there were seven of them, seven in 
um, Jewish belief system as well as Christian belief system is the number of perfection, right? I'm good. We've got this all together. I'm rolling with my boys. I've got my posse. We are the perfect numerical number. In magic, that's important. In uh, in mystic arts, numbers are important. So they, they have this. They are the sons of the chief priest, right? right? In the area. So I've got all political clout. I've got all religious clout. Yes. I've got everything that I need. Matter of fact, Skiva. The, yeah. Right? Actually means covered. Mm-hmm. So they think that they've got it all covered until the enemy exposes what they really don't have covered um, because they thought that they were covered because of what they knew and the associations they had with what they knew, but because they actually didn't know yes. Jesus. Yeah. There wasn't intimacy. They knew about. Yeah. They, they, they were connected from a different place. They really didn't know the one they were proclaiming. And... Church, this is why Dean and I are talking about this. I'm not talking about you not being saved. I'm not right. talking about you not going yes. to heaven. Yes, yes, I'm yes. talking about there's such a gap between um, uh, uh, Jesus being uh, Jesus being my Savior and Jesus being my personal Lord in the sense of connectivity and intimacy that we're giving we're giving the enemy opportunities to beat us naked, to to to, to take to to wound us. To, to access into our life. And in and, and Psalm 50, listen to what Psalm 50 verse 16 says. This is God. He says, What right have you to declare my statutes or take my covenant into your mouth, seeing you hate my instruction and you cast my word behind you? What he's saying is this. We, we can't rely on the authority of God when we're in trouble, but not actually rely on the word of God to keep us out of trouble. Like, He's mm-hmm. saying, like, well, you you can't be name dropping mm-hmm. me when you're in trouble, but you didn't consider uh, my my lordship, my yeah. words, my way enough to actually walk this out before you got into trouble. Sure. Because the enemy, my friends, will just like the sons of Sceva, he's coming, and you you talk about it all the time. We've got to understand. He understands his end game. He knows exactly what he wants to do, and he backs out of it. We have to understand mm-hmm. our end game. Our end game is not to give the devil one foothold. That's what the Bible says. Don't give him a foothold. Not in my thought, not in my speech, not in the way I live, not in the feelings of my heart towards others, towards other races, towards other people. I, I can't give not the enemy one justified offense in my life. Yeah. There's not one space I can give the enemy. Because the moment that I give the enemy that space is the moment that it actually creates space from the connectivity of intimacy yeah. with Jesus. And I was going to have a flashlight here. And, you know, a flashlight stays off even though there's batteries in the flashlight until you move a switch because the switch closes the gap that causes connectivity. And it doesn't matter whether that gap D is a millimeter or a mile. If there's no connectivity, there's no power. And that's what we need to see. The Bible says we quote this wrong. James 4, 7. We quote it wrong all the time. We quote this way. Resist the devil and he will flee. Nope. The Bible says (laughs) submit to God. And resist the devil and he will flee. Yeah. It is those two things working in partnership, our submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, this intimacy with him. And the result of connect- connectivity is authority and victory. It's not just because I'm going to say, I'm just resisting the devil today. I'm just going to resist the devil. It's not a formula. It's actually the power. And we actually see in this verse, uh, yeah, we got to close this up. But two, two examples, I think, of people do that that are important. One, without a genuine connection who are the sons of Sceva, and ones with genuine connectivity, who have a genuine conversion. And they're all the yes. people that come after that. They have genuine conversion. Yes. Genuine conversion means that they they, they burn the old. Yes. They are seeking the, the king and the new. They are, they're being baptized. They are coming. They are seeking 
after God because what they want is this real connection and this real covering. And my friends, the truth is you and I can have a real covering. His name's Jesus. Um, the only covering that matters is the covering that comes from the Father's hands by expense, by cost of the Son. Um, you and I were talking about this this week, but after the fall, Moses, uh, Moses, yeah, that's good. Adam was exposed to all of the wiles of the enemy, death, sin, all those things, until verse 21 says, God kills, an, God kills animals and takes the skins and he covers Adam and Eve. And because he covers Adam and Eve with the, the skin that comes, the, the blood sacrifice, that they become, they move from death into life. They can live now. My friends, we, we need the covering that comes from the Father's hands. We need the covering that comes from that blood sacrifice that is Jesus Christ. He is the lamb that was slain for you and I. You know, the Bible says that Joseph he was, uh, had a coat of many colors that was from his father. It showed his favor. And he had it all in his life. Until a time, this was so interesting, until a time in Genesis 37, when he goes to a place called Dothan, um, looking for his brothers. He goes to a place of Dothan. And in that place of Dothan, he gets beaten up. He, the, 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 the coat gets removed from him. He gets sold into slavery. But Dothan means the law. Whenever we're trying to get from the law, from goodness, from action, what we can only receive from grace, we will find ourselves in a position where we of vulnerability from the enemy. We cannot get from the law. We cannot get from our actions what we can only receive from the grace of the Father's hands. Joseph was far from his father when that happened. We cannot allow distance. The prodigal son said he was far from the father, but as soon as he turned around and started coming back, Daddy closed that gap. And what was the first thing he did to him? He covered him. There's a covering that comes from Jesus Christ. It is not just in what we know about him, it's not just our exposure to church things, church people, church verbiage. It is our absolutely encounter and connectivity to the intimacy of Jesus Christ that matters. Jesus said in Luke 24 that I will clothe you. I will clothe you with the Holy Spirit's power. There's a clothing that comes only from him that we can only receive from him. So I want to I, I, I want to pray over you. I'm going to I'm going to we're going to have two prayers. Uh, I, I'm going to just pray over you really quickly uh, as, as we get ready to close today. But I believe without a shadow of a doubt that there that we need to be clothed with the power of the Holy Spirit, but not because we need the power of the Holy Spirit, but because we need to know the person that gives the Holy Spirit. His name is Jesus. Yeah. So let's pray really quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray over each and every person that's watching today. Yes, Lord. I pray over every person who, who will be receiving this today, Lord God, that we don't have an encounter with you that is separate, Lord God, that is, that is distant, but one that is close to you. Father, I pray today that if we find ourselves di distant from you in any way, that right now we just stop and we just say, here I am, Jesus, come and take my life. I'm asking you to be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me for relying on myself. I need you. I want to know you, and I don't want to be distant from you. I give my whole life to you today and forevermore. My friends, if I, I'm believing right now, Daddy, for people who have been praying that prayer, 
for them to be filled with the Holy Spirit to overflowing for every person in the sound of our voices today will be filled with the Holy Spirit clothed with the power of the Spirit so that we can know the person of the one who gives the Spirit who is Jesus we give you the glory we give you the honor we give you the praise in Jesus name amen amen, amen. amen. Um, and just so you know, because we're starting to run real low on time, but um, I know you said like two prayers. Mm. So you just we'll pray. We're going to actually pray um, specifically for the church this coming week um, on the very topic that we're talking yeah. about. And if you have questions and you're like, okay, so this I haven't thought about from this perspective or whatever, you can send them in to us at info at theconnectchurch.com if this is starting to um, cause real questions for you. Um, feel free to send them uh, our way, and we, we we would love to uh, we would love to talk with more with you about that as a team. And also, um, if if this was the first time that you prayed to receive the Lord as your Lord and Savior, we have a free book that we would love to send to your way. And whatever platform you're on right now, there's a link there, and you can send us your name and your address, and we will mail that book to you for free. And it will just help you understand a little bit more about what we talked about today and. Um, how do I really go from this person that knows about God yes. to really knowing, knowing him and, and feeling known by him? Yeah. Yeah, guys, and, and please, uh, right now, if you would, join us in worship by giving. Yeah. Your giving really makes a difference. It's been making a difference uh, yep. in people's lives. It's what empowers us to support people like Matthew and Liberty yes. in the Paul and yes. uh, to, to be able to give uh, and feed people uh, through Thy Kingdom Crumb. Uh, that, that we do in, in partnership with uh, Carson Wentz's A01 Foundation. We just, your giving makes a difference. So go on Linktree right now, please, and give. Uh, continue to worship God. Your giving is not just about giving mm -hmm. to a church. It's about worship, continue to worship God um, with everything we've got. Yeah. So we will get back with you uh -oh. on this Tuesday. Tuesday, 7. 7 p.m. for chat room. Um, time with Kyle. And uh, so now we're going to turn it over to our kiddos service kiddos. on our YouTube channel. You families, I just pray that you're really taking uh, full advantage of this and just celebrating Jesus together still, even though we're in our homes uh, with each other. They week. get to see Liv. So, um, <laughs> but we'll, but, so you guys head over there and we will be back to all together on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Love you, church. We love you, church. So good to be with you this morning. Yeah, see you soon. See you soon.